Good morning. This is Adam Botana from the Baywater Exclusive Boat Club Hour. Uh, thanks for tuning in this morning. I have a couple good guests here. Uh, a new guest. I have Casey Schollenberger, right? Schollenberger. Schollenberger. Yeah. From the Calusa Waterkeepers. Good morning, sir. Hey, how are you, Derek? Uh, well, I am Adam. Adam but it's, it's I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I messed up. You messed up. It's yeah. okay. Derek's my brother. It's, it's all right. We like, like Derek. Yeah. yeah. We like you too, Adam. Oh, that's good. We're yeah. starting the morning off just right. <laughs> and we also have Jake, the... The Millennial is here. Good morning, uh, sir. Thank you for helping us out again this morning. No problem. So we're going to talk a little bit about... Uh, first off, we'll start off with the fishing has been great out there. Actually, uh, the last week, our members are bringing fish back crazy uh redfish a lot of sea trout and a lot of these members haven't caught a sea trout in a year so they're really nice they're starting to come back in already they're starting to come down from up north good. Mm-hmm. you know and they're, they're getting a, a big kickback off uh, just fishing having a good time out there and it's nice and our members are saying hey we're running out of bait which didn't happen uh a year ago you know for sure they were uh, their bait was dead before they get in the water but uh it is nice to see and the fishing has been good so if you're going to go out there Definitely nice. Uh, like I said, our members are starting to come back from up north. You know, October is uh, always when the beginning really hits here. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see out there our members coming back and going out there on the water and enjoying themselves. The water's been great. It's been beautiful out there. So uh, take a boat out from Baywater for sure. Uh, we're going to have a talk with Casey here about the Clouseau Waterkeepers. Um, I've seen you on online, Casey, on Facebook and everything else, and you've had some shows out there. Can you just give me a little background about yourself? How did you get involved? Where you're from? All that. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, Calusa Waterkeeper, the origin of Calusa Waterkeeper, actually goes back almost 25 years. Uh, it started as a small grassroots uh, organization, uh, peopled by some you know regular folks who were care about the river 25 years ago, uh, called Calusa Hatchie Citizen Calusa Hatchie River Citizens Watch Association. A mouthful. Wow, that and, is. And yeah. kind of like toddled along with doing some great work uh, for years. Um, we joined the Waterkeeper Alliance in 2015 as an affiliate member, and then 2016 as a full, full, uh, full flow, full blown uh, measure uh, member. Uh, and that, and the, the 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 organization kind of grew from there. We got uh, some uh, some people to help fund us a little bit, and and uh, grew our membership. And it's kind of been bustling since then. So I joined a little over a year ago in July. Wow, you only been in the organization yeah. a year. You've I've seen it at several events. You well, really we've been kicking, the ground we've been running, kicking butt. We've been taking no prisoners. Uh, <laughs> We went from uh, 80, about 79, 80 members uh, in July a year ago to now 350. So we're we're kind of on the move. Um, you know, we've been ca- we've been warning people about the advent of blue green algae about this this issue for years. Actually, John is on record in a peer review article da- dating back about nine years ago. An article written by Larry Brand, Doctor Larry Brand, marine biologist out of University of Miami, wonderful guy and really eminent scientist in this on this issue. And John said, you know, if we don't start correcting these issues, these problems, we're going to see a lot of algae blooms. And that was nine years ago. So we've been we've been beating this drum for a couple of years strong. And when it blew up in our faces last year, we were kind of, you know, the go-to people 
mm-hmm. uh, kind of experts on this issue. So, you know, we got a lot of visibility. John was on. John Cassani is our waterkeeper because uh, the way the, the way each uh, waterkeeper alliance works is there's an official waterkeeper mm-hmm. who's generally a scientist, though in some cases they're lawyers. And there's 300 chapters around the world, uh, 13 in Florida. Uh, so there's a waterkeeper, and then there's sometimes an executive director. So I kind of handle the administrative stuff and the you know marketing and the growing the growing the you know the organization, the brand and, John, and everything. Yeah. yeah, John handles the science. Uh, so we've been we've been bustling. You know, we've been we've been really uh, uh, getting a lot of work done. We're basically basically advocacy and education guys. That's what mm-hmm. we do, and we're very science based. You know, science based. That's that's key. Yeah. You know, we had uh, Dr. Mike Parsons here from FG. You and you know Mike, yeah, and uh, you just Jake and I were just kind of blown away with everything that was going, you know, just from just top to bottom, yeah, you know. And then I've gotten really involved with it over the last few months here. And uh, I tell you what, when I was flying in a couple weeks ago to RSW, and you fly over the Caloosahatchee, now you can see where they've just dredged and channeled. You can actually see the old oxbows, yeah, you know, and that yeah. is uh, it's crazy, and that water just flowing out of there. And definitely, we need to do something, you know, and. If you have this, everybody's like, well, it's the Caloosahatchee or it's the lake. You know, we've got to fix it north of the problem. We've got to fix the water going into the lake exactly. before we get down to it. You know, everybody's, yeah. oh, why don't we can just stop it? Well, you know, there's a lot more to it. We've got to fix a problem up north and then work on the lake and work on its way down. Yeah. So you've been with it a year, and where did you come from before that? I mean, Well, I was born in France, uh, two American parents, so I was kind of an expat kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents were in the film industry as was my grandfather, so it's three generations. Uh, I worked basically in the film industry most of my life. So I've been involved with 200 movies, miniseries, Worked for ten years for Hallmark Entertainment. Okay, and uh, my mom loves that channel. It's a great channel. Yeah, we we I, I I started out in production with them and then got promoted, promoted, promoted. So I ended up being a senior VP of worldwide marketing. We were a three hundred million dollar a year company. It was pretty big, pretty bustling. Uh, operation, but I kind of gave that up. Moved to moved back to France for personal reasons. My daughter uh, was moved back to France. She was a, she's, she was young. I wanted to spend time with her, so I moved back to France and ran some companies in France. Did some movies in France, and then came back here in 2012. Bought a house in Florida, mm-hmm. so I'm back in Florida. I was here when I was five. My father made a movie in South Florida, in Everglades City. Okay, in 1958. My brother was talking about that. I think yeah. he had a, a, a showing of the song. Yeah, we did. We did a couple screen. I've done a, a lot of benefit screenings of that movie. Yeah, it's called "Wind Across the Everglades." Chris Plummer's first movie, wow. Peter Falk's first movie. Yeah, he was talking about that. Yeah, that's pretty. And uh, pretty it's an environmental movie, even though it was a big Warner Brothers production. You know, yeah. big, big, uh, a feature film, a Warner Brothers feature film. It was about the near extinction of endangered birds at the turn of the century that were going to service the uh, international plume trade. All, okay, so all, egrets. All, right. all these Lady, yeah, all these ladies wanted the agrid hats, and, yeah. you know, plumes on their hat on their hats, and uh, poachers. Even though it was illegal, poachers were driving these birds nearly to extinction. So it was a movie, a movie about the early Audubon Society came into South Florida to try to st- save these birds. And Chris Plummer, twenty six years old, played <laughs> the young green, you know, Boston Audubon warden going up against Burl Ives, who was the you know the kind of swarthy. Head of the poachers. It was a, it's a it's a fun movie. Wow! So I presented that a bunch of times. So that was my first exposure to South Florida. I loved it as a kid. I love it now. You know? uh-huh. No, absolutely. Yeah. I was born and raised here, and I, well, I want to take this, take a look at that movie because that's actually very interesting. Yeah. You know, and I remember 
it was I was talking with my brother about the plumes. Uh, you know, they would just yeah. want them in the hats, and they almost were all extinct. So yeah. you turn, guys turn did some century. Yeah, you guys did something there back then. So now with the Calusa Waterkeepers, yeah. you guys have guardians. I think is it guardians or stewards or something? Rangers, rangers. rangers, rangers there. So what are the what are the rangers doing out there right now? Well, this is a program that John started a couple of years ago. Uh, basically, we had a lot of people who wanted to get involved, and they mm-hmm. were looking for ways to get involved. And since we're pretty, pretty science based, mm-hmm. and since we have a thousand square miles in our work project area, because we go our our area, our jurisdiction mm-hmm. uh, as a waterkeeper yeah. in this region covers all of Lake Okeechobee. That's uh-huh. a large body of water. Yeah. The whole Caloosahatchee River. And okay. then the estuary is stretching from Charlotte Harbor down to Bonita Springs. So wow. that's, so that's a, a big, large area. Yeah. So John, you know, we're testing the water every week, but he can't get all over this whole area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we started uh, training some citizen volunteers, scientists, uh, and we called them rangers, Calusa Waterkeeper Rangers. And we've got 58 now. So they help us each week test different parts of the water. Without them, we couldn't really carry out this program. You know, mm-hmm. and they're amazing. You know, not only do they do weekly testing for us, uh, they show up at town halls. You know, mm-hmm. they, they go and talk to their elected officials. Yeah. They advocate, you know, they, they're they total, you know, I mean, it depends. 58, some of them are, are snowbirds, so they're mm-hmm. not around right now. Some of them are here year-round, and some of them are more involved, some are less involved, but it's an amazing group of people. Uh, who are really committed to helping this, you know, uh, on this cause. So we're, yeah, we got about 58 right now, and we're training up uh, probably 20 more rangers uh, in end of October, beginning of November. So okay. we'll, we'll be going through another ranger training. Program. If somebody wants to become a ranger, how do they do that? Go to our website. There's okay. a notice clearly on our website. It's calusawaterkeeper.org. Dot org. Okay. And uh, they can go, they can sign up. We've got room for maybe six or seven more rangers right now. Okay, so sign up. up. Yeah, yeah, definitely if you want to. That's great. You know, you get you get a, some basic science training. Uh, you get a secchi disc. You get a cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get uh, some science training and some ad- little advocacy training, just mm-hmm. what's going on, you know, and, and and it got so big that we broke it up into zones. So there's different zones now with zone captains who kind of run their, you know, their little uh, – the little part of the part of the so you know, are dealing, you're dealing with people out by the lake you're dealing with people in Bonita you're dealing with people in Fort Myers correct yeah. I mean so yeah. different so is there a certain area that you need more people at right well now? we need people upriver upriver we, yeah we've only got two uh, up uh, you know Alva or north so we yeah we you gotta like get some, some more. people yeah. out Cl- Cluiston is a little less environmentally uh, you know <laughs> friendly uh, so we we could use some more folks up there right. uh, anybody around the lake out there listening you know yeah. if you want to help out yeah. this is a great it's organization a great program. To get, you yeah. know. And, 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 and we're straight down based. the middle. We're not, you know, we're not left, right. We're straight down the middle. We're pretty science-based. And, you know, we're just mm-hmm. trying to trying to correct to these problems that were like 30 years in the making. We seem to be always playing catch-up, you know. I think, I think it's more like 80 years from yeah, way back well, when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Army Corps of Engineers, that was an amazing, amazing project that yeah. they undertook to re-carve up all of Florida and yeah. drain it. I mean, yeah. it's an amazing project. But it seems like we're always playing catch-up, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we thought asbestos was a good idea or <laughs> Or big hair, you know, but yeah. we kind of move on, you know. Yeah. And we gotta, we keep, gotta keep fixing the problems we create, you yeah. know. So we're trying to, trying to mend a lot of these f- systemic issues that were mm-hmm. implemented years ago and that were exacerbated the last ten years, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really what worse. is the big difference you think between this year and last year that you've seen, you know, that you think has made a difference in our in our water? quality right now. Two, two things. Uh, we dodged a bullet 
in terms of just the weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, not to mention, uh, you know, Dorian. Uh, yeah. Because we we could have gotten three inches more water in the lake just yeah. just from Dorian. I know we were pulling boats out of the water just to see yeah. what was going to happen. So you know, we, like, you know that was. That there's was another really, one out there right now. Yeah. There's a show, few more out there. Yeah. The yeah. show's going on right now. We're going to be looking at it on yeah. Friday. Yeah. I'm taking my dad to uh, Miami. It was his 65th birthday, so happy birthday, Dad. Uh, he oh, hasn't yeah. retired yet. I've, but I've met him a few times. <laughs> a couple times. Very nice. Nice. Well, he was here last yeah. week. And uh, we're going to Miami for a, a, a baseball game on Friday night. But, uh-huh. yeah, we're, we're watching uh-huh. that storm yeah. as it is. So, yeah, I think we'll so we were lucky with happens. Dorian, but yeah. we were also lucky in rainfall. I mean, last year, uh, to you know, we had record rainfall in May and June. Mm-hmm. So that was before the real wet season, you know. So... Uh, we got dumped, you know. Uh, so uh, this year we had record under rainfall in May and June. So that yep. was that that already allowed the lake to be much lower than it was at this time last year. And they were lowering it too. The core is actually really, you know, lowering it well, more than it was. There's been such an outcry, you yeah. know, because traditionally the only people that were screaming about lake level was were the you know the agricultural interests north and south of the lake, mm-hmm. and they're concerned with not having enough water in the dry season. Yeah, and so, also Miami Broward to get all their fresh water from Lake O. I didn't know that. Yeah, they actually get I their mean, there's wa- some surface surface uh, uh, you know water. They uh, yeah, their drinking water comes from Lake okay. Okeechobee too. So think about that. So that's. But, well, it's, it's a lot of water in that lake, yeah. you know. Um, so uh, the the uh, the Army Corps of Engineers that historically has always said we have no latitude, we've got our guidelines, we can't vary the water flow at all. They miraculously found some latitude mm-hmm. after you know there was a bunch of stuff that happened. First, when of all, the people, tourism industry gets hit, like my business, right, you know, we right. were down twenty percent, and we're right. still feeling it this right, year. Right. I mean, we're looking at membership sales; we're down. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's it takes you know, a while to recover from this yeah, stuff. And people you know, are worried. People are worried that yeah, you know they're coming up, they're showing up, yeah, but they're not right. just. You know, we're going to wait and see what happens. Right. Luckily, we've right. had a great summer. So, and a lot of this stuff is capital investment. If yeah. you're going to grow your business, you want to see what's happening before you start investing in a new dock or buying some new boats. You Absolutely, want to see what's happening. Yeah, we did an economic summit last uh, August, last October, mm-hmm. uh, pulling in people from charter fishing, from marinas, from tourism, from uh, visitor convention bureau, marine, uh, Florida restaurants, yeah. uh, beach beach owner, you know, beach uh, concessionaires, and they got they got just hammered last year, and that helped. That helped. So the Army Corps of Engineers finally listened. I mean, we're in a lawsuit with them right now, actually, about the discharges of Lake Okeechobee. So okay. that also adds another tool to uh, to kind of persuade them to mm-hmm. try, find some latitude in their discharges. So they've released a lot less water our way. Because when we flew over the, the, the lake, uh, John Cassani and I flew over the lake July 13th this year, two months ago, mm-hmm. and 25% of the lake was filled with cyanobacteria. We could see the bloom. It was covered about a quarter, mm-hmm. quarter of the lake. So if there had been serious discharges because we had too much rain or because the Army Corps of Engineers just decided to, to lower the lake, yeah. we would very likely have been hit with a lot of algae in the Cape Coral canals and, you know, in parts mm-hmm. of, uh, parts of, uh, the freshwater canals. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. and then we didn't have red tide this year, which was nice right. to see, right. you know, that was a big thing there. It was, I think it was a perfect storm going all together. And Completely. again, you know, the thing is people ask, well, whose fault is it? And this is what I've tried to tell my employees and just everybody I've talked to, you know, it's everybody's fault. Right. You know, it's my car, my boats, your car. I mean, it's it's uh, IAG, it's septic tanks, it's everything. There's a we need to take steps the right way 
to start fixing it. You know, it's because a ton, ton of stuff. It's not going to happen yeah. overnight. This yeah. is going to take 10, 20 years you know, to get fixed. And, you know, and responsible growth management is pretty important to this whole equation because mm-hmm. we have a thousand people coming to Florida every day. All those people. And they all want to live on cars. This side of seventy five, next to the, next to the water. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, and, and they, they, you know, they all they all pave their driveways and they all mm-hmm. drive their cars and they all fertilize their lawns and and you know all that stuff. It, it always amuses me when when somebody says, "I'm going to throw it away." You know, like a plastic bag or a plastic spoon. I'm going to throw it away. Where is away? Mm-hmm. Where is that? You know, there's no away. It's always just here. It's just we move it from one place to another. So when somebody flushes their toilet, ah, it's yeah, good. It's gone. Right, it's gone. You, you know, yeah. well, you know. I mean, water seeks its lowest level. So everything will run downhill until it hits uh, the Gulf or, mm-hmm. or the river. You know, well, that's, how, that's how the whole system works. And people are starting to understand starting how this to is educate really a people. completely integrated system. And we need integrated solutions to start mending the problems. You know? yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the Calusa watershed, Calusa watershed you know is a big contributor huge contributor to our problem it is and it's more than that's you know twice the water of lake okeechobee i believe you know square miles you know i mean that comes into there then you're talking to kasumi river basin then you're talking south of the lake you know so there's a lot of things that we all can do you know like we stop fertilizing on our property that's great you know and i mean that's a little thing we're right there in the water and believe me, you know, two, three years ago, my dad's a green thumb. He wants everything blue, you know, but now we've, we've got away right. from that. Right. And those are the little things that you can make a difference on, yeah. you know, and in this, in the dry season, it, it's tough, you know, but you know, we, we go yeah. with a zero scape, yeah. you know, and also biodegradable. So like I heard one thing, wash your car in the grass. I never thought about that, but yeah, so it just stays out of storm water. Mm-hmm. Those are all little things that we can do mm-hmm. to make a, a difference. Idea. Yeah, I hadn't you know, heard that. Yeah, yeah. say, so, oh, wash your car in the grass so it yeah. doesn't go down storm water. Yeah. You know, and I it's was, actually better to wash your car in a commercial car wash yes, than, yeah. than in your home. Because yeah. they have uh, runoff and, you know, they have systems to, to, should be, you know, it depends how ethical the car wash system is, but they should have systems to capture that water and repurpose it if they can. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing it at home, it basically runs off your driveway and then just runs into the nearest, you know, waterway. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine over at Skip One uh, last week, and uh, he knows all about septic tanks. He's done it his whole life. He's from here. Yeah. And he was telling me that there is 1,900 sewer plants here in the state of Florida. So you're talking about two and a half billion gallons of yeah. sewer every yeah. day. Yeah. All right. And they treat one and a half billion that gets released. Now, this is the key. Mm-hmm. Released into estuaries, mm-hmm. uh, rivers. Now, that's just dump, you know, dumped into the, it's it's uh, It's treated. But where's the nitrogen? Where's the phosphorus? You know, that's the thing. Then you have another 600 million gallons in sewer tanks. Yeah. You know, so... Not saying ripping all the sewer, you know, uh, septic tanks out. I'm sorry, septic right, tanks. Right. I'm not saying rip all the septic tanks right. out. If it's done right, there's right. new technology out there. We just really have to, you yeah. know, watch. I mean, but you know, folks who have septic tanks, they're, they're typically not your high end, wealthy Port Royal people. You know, no, they're they're usually you know rural and and they might have a San Carlos funds, Park. You, you know, know, so you know, yeah. ten thousand, ten to fifteen thousand dollars to put in a new septic tank is is a, a heavy lift. Mm-hmm. So they need some help. You know, yeah. and if if the communities feel that this is important, yeah, you know, then they have to either connect them to the sewer system. Or or give them a we have to do a bonus this, you yeah, know give them some kind of funded mandate or something you know, to yeah. to definitely help out and we have to do this now yeah, because yeah. if we don't this is you know when our business is affected that much by it yeah we're the canary in the coal mine exactly what's going to happen to real estate next year exactly you know well, if I mean, we, have, we we went on to Fort Myers Beach and filmed uh, the uh, Harry Chapin Food Bank mm-hmm. handing out food 
to mm-hmm. beach workers. You yeah. know, people are working in parking lots at the beach who'd never been on a food bank in their lives and suddenly found themselves without being able to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. You know, they got thrown out of their house. So, you know, this is... It's tough here. And yeah. I mean, servers, you can do well, but you're just yeah. paycheck to paycheck and that's tough. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you try to live down here, it's not, not cheap. You know, uh, so, you know, little by little, a septic tank, just to get back to your point, is a real issue. In the aggregate, it's about 10% of the problem. It mm-hmm. has to be fixed, but there's other, you know, bigger issues that need to be dealt with as well, mm-hmm. you know, con- concomitantly. But there's other issues that may be lower-hanging fruit because going after Easier. everybody's septic tank is, you know, it's cumbersome and it's complicated. It's going to so take time. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's so. going to take, you know, it's going to take time. With uh, BSU down in Bonita Springs, Bonita Springs Utilities, they did a good job. They're 100% reclaimed. And that's, yeah. as far as I know, they're 100% reclaimed. So that is a, a good option. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they, you know, they send it out and uh, a couple golf courses in the area buys the, the, the reclaimed water. So now they're looking to that to see where the nitrogen level is. They have is a on. big underground reservoir in Benita mm-hmm. Springs, right? They, yep. they created that. They spent a lot of money on that yeah. program. I mean, I heard Benita about Springs it. Utilities has done a lot. Yeah. They've, they've been ahead yeah. of the curve for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So if other ones can take note, and it takes mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And then there's other stuff, Department of Ag. You've got to work with people. You definitely have to work. You work with everybody yeah. Yeah. to make a big difference. I mean, I got a little bit of an issue with the Department of Ag because mm-hmm. right now, uh, agricultural interests north of uh, north of the lake, they're on what they call – uh, it's kind of an honor system. It's best best practices. Business practice, yeah. You know, so they can either sign up or they can not sign up, and it's it's elective. It's at their discretion. This they, they should it should be a law. I mean, these people should be abiding by the standards that we think that we know will start to correct this problem. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be uh, you know up up to the. I mean, there's some great uh, concerns, great mm-hmm. companies that are doing the right thing, and 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 abiding by the best you know the best, best business practice. Yeah, but there's some that say I'd rather put that money in my pocket. That's really contributing to the problem. I think we'll come back to that after the break here. We're just going to take a quick break. Again, this is Adam Botana from Baywater Exclusive Boat Club. Uh, We're down on Bonita Beach Road on the right-hand side. We're about two miles west of 41. At Baywater, we have over 41 boats in our club right now, over 40 boats in our club over there. We have uh, 385 members. It's the easy way of boating. So if you want to get into boating in Southwest Florida, come on down and see us. Our number is 239-495-0455. Again, this is Adam Botana from the Baywater Boat Club Hour, and we'll be back in just a sec. You're listening to the Baywater Boat Club Hour with your host, Adam Botana. Tune in every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 to learn about local waterways, fishing, boating, beaches, and waterfront restaurants. Adam was born and raised in southwest Florida and regularly brings in professional guests on the show to talk about important local issues like water quality, releases, and how it affects fishing areas. Adam's family business is Baywater Exclusive Boat Club in Bonita Springs. Listen every Saturday morning to the Baywater Boat Club Hour from 7 to 8 on 92.5 Fox News. Welcome back to the Baywater Boat Club Hour. Uh, Thanks for joining me this morning. We have a very, very interesting guest this morning here. We got Casey from... From Calusa Waterkeeper. Calusa Waterkeeper. And we got Jake and I are taking notes over here, just watching. I'm learning, actually. Learning. So this is... We're we're about a boating yeah. show, but we have yeah. Casey here from the Calusa Waterkeeper. Yeah. He's a, a ranger, and he's been part of the the, the organization for about a year. Uh, but just a lot of interesting stuff. So we'll we'll jump right back into it. Now you're saying with the Department of Ag on the best business practice. Let's let's go right back into that. Right. Um, so it's a voluntary thing. I understand that, but you know, the thing I've always heard too is farmers aren't going to spend any more money on, you know, 
fertilizer than they have to. So we have to figure out some way we can work together. There's got to be some issue there or some kind of gap that we can work on. What do you think about it? Well, I mean, I'm not an expert on the agriculture, um, but I know that there's some mm-hmm. some uh, solutions that have been tried and mm-hmm. proven with agriculture, setbacks, mm-hmm. you know, so you can't have your cows run right up to the waterways. You know, you got to get a quarter mile setback. I mean, that costs the farmers money because it's of it, course it's land, more yeah, grazing, more grazing land. But this has been tried in other parts of the world. We know it works. So. Mm-hmm. You know, whether uh, this is offset by some, you know, some tax relief, uh, but there's a whole bunch of stuff and the degree to which you clean your water before it leaves your property. I mean, this is yeah. standard. For That's a, just like our marina. Yeah, your like, marina. Well, we we talked of, about before. You know, we had this swell and my dad's like, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and fill it in. We'll park more cars. And now, well, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's illegal. I mean, <laughs> it's illegal. So we're not going to do that. Listen, every, every, every business is there to make money. I mean, that's yeah. what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But- what we realized last year is is it's almost a, the point of no return. If you if you abuse the system to too great a degree, you will find the system will crater. Mm-hmm. And then where are we all? You know, I mean, I I delivered a talk to uh, to a Rotary Club, and I just asked for a show of hands. You know, I said, how many of you guys have uh, you know commerces on the water? I said, you know bunch of hands went up. How many of you have boats or go out on boats? A lot of people raise their hands. I said, how many of you have own houses in South Florida? Everybody's hands went up. This affects everybody. Mm-hmm. We saw a scary moment last year when summer rentals were hammered and when housing prices, housing values declined for the first time in eight years. Now that gave everybody a wake-up call. So these industries that are not typically tree huggers, you know, mm-hmm. and, and or environmental you know, hack came around to us and said, what's going to happen? Are we going to look at this every year? What the heck is going on? So uh, this is this is a serious issue. It's a serious issue. It's also a serious issue for people's health. You know, we've been getting seriously into the issue of public health, which mm-hmm. has not been really properly addressed. Mm-hmm. We got we got a lot. I mean, this stuff is is dangerous to your business, but it's dangerous to your health. So mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're worried about your kids... Yeah, And what we're finding now, which we didn't really know a year ago when we did our first public health town halls last August, is uh, this stuff moves through the, through the air. Mm-hmm. So as you know, you had Mike Parsons on. His test, yeah. his test station at Vester is, is just a couple of blocks from your yeah. – Yeah, it's right across the yeah. canal from so, us, yeah. So he had a – you know, in the, in the heat of the blooms last August, he set up canisters in one of the most uh, – you know, one of the most. Uh, now, was that red tide or was that? That was blue green algae. That was blue green algae. Okay. Green algae. So he okay. set up a canister on the uh, one of the canals that was the hardest hit, where, mm-hmm. the, where the whole canal was blue green, yep. like fluorescent yep. green. Yep. He then, set up a canister right there just to monitor how much was going through the canister. The canister, we, we got a movie with it shows, you know, it kind of shows how this works, but you got seven layers and if if the molecules go progressively down through the seven layers, that kind of mirrors how it goes into your, your lungs. Lung so the smaller the particles, the deeper it'll go into your lungs until it get into the aola, which goes right into your bloodstream. And then uh, what, are we, yeah. what the heck is going on? You know, yeah, what, what exactly. Are we, what are we breathing? Yeah. And you can decide not to eat the fish. You can decide not to swim in the water. You can decide not to drink the water. But you can't decide not to breathe the air. Mm-hmm. So what 
what is going on? You know, we've been exploring that. And there's some really, really groundbreaking research being done on that that we got into the movie. And we just produced a movie about this very issue, public health, um, that we're going to show at the Silver Spot. Okay. Uh, I'll do a little, pl- little yeah, plug. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, on we're, the 25th of uh, October. 25th of October. Movie. Okay. Uh, we show Silver it at, Spot's a great theater down in Mercado yeah, in, in Naples. In, in Naples, and yep. we're going to show it in Miami the day before. We got expert panelists for a Q and A before and after. I haven't been to one of your. Unfortunately, I've been out of town. It's yeah. just happened that way, yeah. but I will definitely be there. Okay, at the twenty fifth. You yeah, know, twenty fifth at Mercado mm-hmm. in Naples. We're going to show the movie and have some experts talk about it. But we're 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 worried about what it's doing to our health. You know, mm-hmm. so what what I'm basically saying is, for all these reasons, we should start addressing this problem now. Yeah, absolutely. For, for real estate, for your public health, for your business's viability. You know, we got to start. And there's a lot of concerted opinion about this. You know, I mean, and, and to to Governor DeSantis's credit, his executive. Executive order was bold. Mm-hmm. Came right out of the blocks. Oh, I was there when he signed the paper. We were they, they were parking at our property because Vester's pretty small. But yeah, right, right. Yeah. when they went out, yeah, went yeah. out with uh, with Mike. Uh, yeah. So uh, what we cannot allow ha- to happen is for us to take our foot off the pedal because we didn't get hammered as badly this year as last year because mm-hmm. this, this stuff is just waiting. We the, know how the, Tallahassee's head can just kind yeah, of yeah, the, sway. The easily with, distracted. Yeah. With, what else do we need to work on? But no, yeah. definitely. I mean, I understand there's a lot of issues. You know, there's education. <laughs> There's health care, and you know, there's a lot of issues, but this is a is an existential issue for Southwest Florida. You know, Casey, we are a, a, we're very lucky to live where we do. You know, yeah. we we have a, you know house prices here are big and everything like that, but we really need to have some of our money back that to help us out. You know, that is a big thing. I think it needs we need to have some of our money back. Where we need to we are a donor community, for yeah. the whole state, yeah. but we need something back here. What for do you this. mean by money back? Well, I mean you know we, we give a lot of money to Tallahassee. You know, uh, we okay. sell. You know, there's a donor community as right. you know, Lee County, Collier right. County. Right. But this is something that we really need to take care of down here. Yeah. You know, so, we're getting their attention. I mean, right. people are all talking about. It. I was in Tallahassee last year. I went up there with the National Marine Manufacturing Association. Mm-hmm. Right, left, center. Everybody mm-hmm. was talking on it. Vote water. You know, and yeah. that's and hopefully we, we got to keep the keep, pressure on. Keep the we pressure gotta on. Keep the pressure on. You know, you got to uh, all the, all your listeners uh, should should stay in touch with their elected officials, mm-hmm. whether it's on the local level, yeah. the regional level, national. or the state level, or Federal. even the national level. Get involved. Vote because this is this is you know, and the, the blue green algae and red tide are 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 issues that are that are on the rise throughout the world. This is not mm-hmm. just us. Mm-hmm. You know, warming water, climate change, and increasing everything. nutrients in the water everywhere. So you've yeah. got problems in New Hampshire. You've got problems in Ohio. You've got problems mm-hmm. in the Baltic Sea. You've got problems in Australia. You've got problems in the UK, all over the world. So we're not alone in this situation, in this, in this fight. We're not alone, but we are kind of setting the pace. You know, this guy, one of the most famous uh, doctors on this issue, a guy named Dr. Paul Cox out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming, okay. came in. We filmed him for the documentary, came into our panel talk. He's coming back. He'll be there on October 25th. Nice. This guy is, is really one of the most eminent scientists. He said, you have an opportunity here. You have an opportunity to show the rest of the world how to solve this problem. You know, that's funny because Mike Parsons was talking about it. He was in Hawaii and yeah. he, you know, he was out there and they had, they had issues too. With, it was sewer in the water and it, it, and he says, well, I'm moving to Florida and uh, the guy's like, why are you moving to Florida? He goes, well, Florida is like the uh, chain smoking McDonald's eating uh, state with water quality. He really wants to come back here and fix it. So that's why he moved here and to get hands on. So definitely. We could go from poster child to emblem of how it's done right. We could do do that. This has never been done 
right. in the world right. to fix this problem. This right. has never been done. Right. So that's yeah. Yep. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I have to say that the uh, the uh, you know your boat club has been really really generous to Calusa Waterkeeper. You've made some donations and purchased some of our stuff. And when we have a silent auction, you guys are always there. So I'm really really grateful. Thank you. Grateful Thank to you. the boat club. Yeah, you know my parents. I mean, we're from here. Yeah. Uh, my family's been here since the '50s. I was born and raised here. So, you know, some of my best days where, where I get up for school and dad and mom, this is, can't probably do this now, but they're like, hey, you know what, we're, we're going out in a boat today, we're going skiing, you know, and that was, that was the best day ever. So lucky to be raised and, you know, yeah. born and raised here. Uh, but we really have to give back. We try with our business all the time to do whatever we can. If it's helping the assistance office, mm-hmm. we did a food run for uh, the, the Abaco and Man of War yeah, yeah. with our Rotary Club, you know, so we're always trying to give back. But anything you guys need, you know, that's definitely why I wanted to get you on here and yeah. just get your opinion, you know, to mm-hmm. see what, mm-hmm. what else people do. And hopefully people tune in. Yeah. And to, I mean, to it's listen. great. It's great. Know. It's great. We, we have really found there's a sea change. You We're know. talking. Yeah. You know. There's a sea change in, the, in how, how people are focused on this issue. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a left wing, you know, kind of out of, out of when pocket I was, issue. When, yeah. When I was yeah. in Tallahassee, I said, well, this would be like a number nine, ten right. issue. Right. It's one. Yeah. And it's still there. Yeah. And Governor DeSantis has done a good job. Yeah. But we just got to get the House yeah. in the and Senate. The legislature, to, you know, to, they're to, being pulled in seven directions. Yeah. And a lot of those directions are not the directions that are going to clean our water. Yeah. So we got to make sure that they follow the Senate, you know, Governor DeSantis's lead. You Absolutely. Know, he's setting a pace. They have to follow. They cannot diverge mm-hmm. or get sidetracked by, you know, other interests. Yeah. Uh, we got to fix this problem. We got to fix it now. I mean, it, it's not going to be fixed right now, but we need to jump on it and just and keep our foot on our gas. The last legislative session was a little disappointing, you know. They, I'll agree they, with you they, on that. They I did mean, not really tackled it. It sounded at nice, all. but once you got down through the the budget, yeah. and I've actually looked at it now, and right. you can see, well, that's not that impressive. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean, they 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 found some money and more mm-hmm. money than was originally asked for. I think that, I think instead of they asked for eight eight hundred fifty million, they found eight seventy, which is great. Yeah, that's you know, that's great. Yeah, that's great. But there that. were a whole bunch of other issues that were just they didn't they you know they apparently didn't have time mm-hmm. to, to work them through. Well, hopefully this I mean it's just they're starting right now in Tallahassee. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, don't be afraid to call your legislators. Yeah. And yeah. also, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll, we'll be commentating on it for yeah. sure here. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, there'll be some changes next year. Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, do you need any more water keepers down in uh, Rangers and Bonita? Or are you pretty much full there? Because I know uh, we a got couple a great members. team in Bonita. I know uh, a couple members that would love to help out. Yeah, with you guys. we got a great team in Bonita. Uh, great uh, uh, zone leader there, Louise Kowatch, mm-hmm. um, who does an amazing job. She's very trained up on the issues, the, the you know the local yeah. issues. And uh, also on the science, and mm-hmm. they they get together, you know, as almost like an autonomous unit. Like some of our zones have gotten so big, like the coastal reach area is very big, run by a guy named Terry Nelson, who's a lawyer in town. Uh, Louise does a great job running running the Estero area. Um, your your brother came to a couple of meetings. Yeah, Derek, Derek yeah. has attended a couple of our yeah. ranger meetings. Yeah, so he's getting involved there. So it's good to see. Yeah, so we could we could use some help there. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's a big well, area. If, too. if you ever need anything, just let us know. We've got a yeah. couple boats there sitting there. We can uh, we can definitely help you out with uh, take some readings for sure. Fabulous. And we, we work with, <clears throat> excuse me, we work with uh, FGCU right there, mm-hmm. uh, Vester, mm-hmm. uh, Norm, uh, good guy over there, and Bob and and uh, Captain Mike Parsons. I mean Doctor Mike Parsons. They all do good stuff. And it's always interesting to see the kids out there. They're, you know, always doing something. So it's nice to see people are aware. And the biggest thing is our members want to help. You know, we got close to yeah. 400 members and they want wow. what we can do. Wow. What can yeah. we do? Yeah. You know, 
uh, just pick up on the beach, you know, pick up trash. We should come and give a talk to yeah. the members. Yeah, you know? we can. De- we always have some kind of social or something. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely mm-hmm. get you guys there yeah. and get you in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, it, it just always asks, well, what do you, what do you think? What, what can we do? Well, you know, everything picking up trash, going from there, you know, the, the straws, you know, that's, that's, that's made an impact. Now, what do you think would be the best thing? You know, I know north of the lake, they've put the oxbows back in the Kissimmee River Basin. That is a huge problem, you know. What do you think about doing something like that on Inclusahatchee? Do you think that would help out? Or do you think we need to fix it north of the lake before it gets in? Because people are like, well, up north, all they do, well, you got a 10-mile, square-mile lake. We're talking 700 square miles. You can't just clean yeah. the bottom and go from there. Well, the bottom should be cleaned, actually. Yeah. You know, How are you going to do it? That's, that's I, I talked to Lieutenant Colonel uh, Reynolds, who's about to, to leave the Army Corps of Engineers. She, I, and I got to say, you know, she has stood up in front of some really antagonistic people. I was in the Cape last year, when, and yeah. they were just hooting and hollering. They were going to yeah. put her out there. And the she, manatee wash. I mean, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. 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 And to her credit, she stands up there. Mm-hmm. She tries to deliver transparent answers. And, you know, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we're in a lawsuit with them, you know, ultra-friendly, yeah. very cordial, you know, yeah. very good exchange of ideas. I talked to her about dredging the lake. She thinks it's about a $2 billion project to dredge the lake because we got six feet of legacy sludge on the bottom of the lake. The south end is probably Big Sugar's gift to us. They're not back pumping into the lake anymore, very little. Uh-huh. It happens to about 1% of the water going to the lake is comes from Big Sugar now. So the, that is a fallacy. And I'm not, you know, I'm not here to defend Big Sugar, not one bit. It's not everybody, you know, the thing is everybody always wants somebody to blame. Oh, right. it's you know. It's I, I believe me, I've heard. Work. I've heard for the for the last three or four years. Our right. sweet friend, guys. I mean, it's everybody's fault. You but know? Yeah. but they they back pumped into the into the lake for thirty years, mm-hmm. and that that legacy sludge on the whole southern end of the lake is probably their gift to us. So I mm-hmm. think some reparations are due. This is a pretty radical idea, and it's not. You know, it's, <laughs> that's that's a big animal to wake up. But I think that that's due. A lot of the legacy mm-hmm. sludge from the north comes from the Kissimmee Basin, so that may not be you know laying that directly at their feet. Yeah. The other issue I have with Big Sugar is they get perfect flood control, perfect drought control, while the east and west are like, you know, we're like mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, the adopted kids. You know, we get kind of like the, the, the leftovers, you know. So it's not, it's not exactly sh- what they call shared adversity. You know, we're mm-hmm. suffering. They're fine. You know, they got record crops. And so I, I have an issue with that. And, they, and they're resistant to selling the land, which we're ultimately going to need mm-hmm. to, you know, to Move the water problem. south. They want to yeah, move the water south because you can't. You can't put dirty water into the lake. I mean, it, there's no infrastructure there. I mean, they're starting to build it. They're starting to work on it, but we're we're a ways away. Can't from that. put dirty water in the lake. Well, I mean, no, you, no. You say you can't move the water. You know, the dirty right. water into uh, the Everglades. Right. We're not going right. to pump it right into right. a park. We have right. to clean it, then move right. it south. You right. know, right. you know, like uh, the Freedom Park down in Naples, where they clean it, and that's just a small animal. Yeah, small entity. Yeah. Yeah. but they're cleaning it up, going yeah. into with with Gordon, some wetlands. Yeah, the Gordon yeah. River. It was created by Bill Mitch. Yeah, you know, wetland expert mm-hmm. out of FGCU, mm-hmm. and he helped create that wetland, and it's doing a pretty good job of percolating and and kind of filtering that water. It can be done. You have you know, to we know this can out. be done. Yeah. The sciences are like running way ahead of the policy. It's just yeah. the policy is not catching up. We know. Yeah. We've known for 20 years what we need to do. Yeah. It's just, you know, trying to get the policy money. and the money. The money is the thing. follow suit, you know. Yeah. yeah. Get the money to come where you need it to yeah. come, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Well, you know, when uh, over at Baywater, we have uh, members that come out there and we had a, a line clean up uh, not long ago with the Team Amy Sportsman. And that was something eye-opening just to get mm-hmm. out there, you know. And uh, we went out there. We took a few boats. We had some members. We had some friends come out. And we went out there into the mangroves and just to uh, pick up a fishing line. It, it's amazing that how yeah. much is in the trees. And every time we, we do it after after season, 
but folks, if you get your line cut on a tree, just go up and pull it out. Try not to, right. you know, just cut it. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And it, it's all about education. Yeah. So that's all we do. And when we do, we do trips on Fridays now, kind of slow this time of year, but we'll, we'll kick back up during season. We do free boating trips. You know, you mm-hmm. want to learn how to boat down here? Mm-hmm. We'll show you. You know, every morning at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. on Fridays, we that's do great. this. And we take you out for, you know, hour and a half. We go from our dock to New Pass. It's about a 40-minute ride there and back, yeah. there and then 40 minutes back. And we just show you what to do and yeah. just get you familiar with the waterway because, yeah. you know, you got seagrass. You know, the team member sportsmen, they're big on seagrass. You know, and that, yeah. that's a filtering system. You know, that's the turtle grass has come amazing. back. Amazing. You know, amazing. You know, and I talk with Mike Parsons. He says, you know, we've tried to say, well, let's let's go ahead and, you know, contain the area where we don't let boats in it. But the question is, is when's that end? Mm-hmm. You know, how many pilings are you going to have in a bay? What is a no boating zone? So it, it, there's mm-hmm. stuff that gets restrictive. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, well, just, you know, put oyster bars around. I go, well, that's, that's an idea. And then oysters. I mean, the, with the oyster hatcheries, yeah. I mean, yeah. filters 50 gallons of water a day, a three, three inch oyster. That's yeah. Yeah. It's huge. And if you've got millions of them out there, yeah. where there's is that? There's a ton of solutions out there. There's a guy making artificial reefs that go yeah. into your yeah. docks. You yeah. that, that, Dave, Dave Wolf from yeah. uh, One Reef. Yeah, uh, there's, there's there's solutions. Of, you know, there's all kind of solutions. I know we have twenty reefs under our docks. We got ten yeah. from FGCU, eleven from FGCU, uh, and then then ten from yeah, yeah. create spawning grounds, and then you get a little ecosystem going. And hey, docks, you know new it, you construction get... creates reefs. You yeah. know, because you have a new dock, where were they going to attach to? There you go. So um, our floating dock has a bunch of oysters uh, on them too. Uh, you yeah, know, so yeah, 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 good. No, there's 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 plenty of stuff that you can do and uh, get involved. You know, you can come over. To Casey, Calusa Waterkeepers, uh, give us a call. You know, and whatever you can do to help out is the thing that needs yeah. to be done. And we've we've covered a lot this morning. Uh, yeah. I was impressed. I am with a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when when Casey first calls, he says, "Oh, we're going to be together for about an hour." He, I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Wow." So, yeah. but it's yeah. it's flown well, by it's for easy, sure. Easy with you, Adam. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So again, this is Adam Botana from Baywater Sluice. I'm going to do a little plug here for our business, of course. Uh, Baywater. We've been there for about. Uh, 12 years with the Cabot Club, 14 with the rentals. We have uh, 40 boats in our fleet of the club, and then we have uh, 18 in the rental, roughly. So, you know, we started, it was crazy how we started. You know, my grandfather bought that property, the original piece, back in the uh, late 70s. You know, he moved down here in 57, uh, wanted to live on the water, and he lived in Naples for a little while. It was too expensive to move on the water, so he bought this dump in Bonita, turned it around, put the docks in. A little easier back then, you know, uh, with uh, yeah. permits and everything like that. Yeah. But uh, we were, you know, a hick town of Bonita Springs. And then uh, we used to travel a lot, ton. We used to travel all over the country. And then uh, we got back here. We said, oh, I need to settle down a little bit with a different business. And my mom seen a rental boat go by. And uh, this is, this is, she says, well, let's, let's try it out, see where it goes. So we started with two rental boats, went to 16. Then we seen a boat club that was renting from us at that time. So well, we can do that too. Let's just mm-hmm. do it a little bit better. So we started with, one member and zero boats. You know, he used the two rental boats or 16 rental boats then, and we got a boat, and now we're at 41 boats with right. just under 400 members. So, you know, it's just growing, and 80% of our membership is here four months, five months. Anyway. They mm-hmm. have boats up north. Mm-hmm. They don't want to deal with a hassle of owning a boat here. That's why you join our club. You know, it's an easy way to get in. We've got great pricing right now. To get into the club, it's 7500 to get in, and then 339 a month in dues. So you just pay that one time. Mm-hmm. gives you unlimited access to all the boats. I know you don't have a boat. Right. 
uh, but yeah. we can get you signed up for oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we definitely we get got you. a boat in the Adirondacks. We got a place in the Adirondack Mountains. With nice. A little boat. Yeah. yeah. So. We, we catch uh, speckled uh, bass, uh, uh, rainbow trout, you know. Nice. Yeah, so that's a little, a little cooler up there this oh time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my blood has thinned out since I've been to Florida. I can, yeah. You know, long around the end of August, it's like it gets too cold up there. Yeah. I don't blame you. No, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So we, we you know, so we've, we've been there for 12 years, 14 years now. Then we've had our expansion. We've got 30 more slips coming in. Uh, oh, so wow. we're going to see what we're going to do with that. You know, we're uh, yeah. debating what we're going to do. Maybe some new business. Uh, we're working on a couple different ideas, but... It's expanding, but this has been a real shocker when, the, you know, because we are, you know, we were compelled, I mean, forward just going up, escalator up, and then the last year and year and a half, it's just been down, just straight down. So it's surprising. We're losing people because, I mean, it happens in any club. You know, you've got to fill the bucket and it fills out the bottom. Right, right. But we're not filling up as quick as it was. And right. it's it's shocking. And well, that's that's why... I feel compelled yeah. to help and do whatever we can yeah. do yeah. in the area. You yeah. know, I mean, so. we're always of two minds. You know, or you get the word out and scare people off, or you get the word out and inform people to correct the problem. You yeah, know, we're more on that camp. Yeah, you know, we definitely we, we feel people need to be informed. We need to be transparent. We need to let people know what's going on. The Department of Health is not doing a great job of communicating the health risks. You know, mm-hmm. we we have to pick up that slack. You know, mm-hmm. they should be doing it. We're not. So you're you know, relying on a government entity. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> That happens. Uh, it's up to you know the yeah. individuals, citizen scientists. You yeah, know? I yeah. mean it's it, it, private entities step yeah. up and it's have to do something. Kind of a shame, you yeah. know. I mean, but you, you got to lead by example. Yeah. And you can go from yeah. there. Yeah. Well, Casey, thank you very much for having uh, yeah. coming on my show this morning. I appreciate it. Hey. Uh, Baywater Boat Club, Casey, Calusa Waterkeepers, and again, how do they get involved if they want to? Well, just go to our website or our Facebook page. Uh, we mm. just crested seven thousand people on our on our face following us on our Facebook page or seven thousand likes. Wow, which is, you know that's cool. Yeah, um, and uh, but our Facebook, uh, our website is calusawaterkeeper.org. There's a ton of information on there. Awesome. So just go in there and look around and contact me. I'm the executive director of Calusa Waterkeeper. You know, my in fact, the phone number to call is my cell. So there's yeah. a number at right top of the website. That's my cell. So you call that, you reach me. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Again, this is Adam Botana from the Baywater Boat Club Hour. You can reach us at 239-495-0455. Again, that's 239-495-0455. BW Boat Club is a way you can just look us up or just Google Baywater Boat Club. Again, this is Adam Botana. Thank you very much for tuning in this morning. Hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll uh, catch up with you next week. Uh, Baywater Exclusive, the exclusive club of Southwest Florida.